All right, boys, it's Waterbound, season four, episode one. <laughs> that was weak. Cheers, guys. We're back. Cheers. Cheers. Back from the dead. All right. Uh, this is Ted. And this is Link. And this is Huck. <laughs> All right. So we've got a guest. Hey, Huck. We've got a guest joining us today here. Uh, we've got my son, Huck, and uh, he's going to get involved here. So we'll. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so uh all right a name like that he better he better be a paddler yeah you know That's what right. that was total coincidence on the name but i have seen recently uh the the old some some old liquid logic uh creek boats that was named huck that's right the mm. huck and the gus all right so huck what you drinking there buddy uh coca-cola <laughs> drinking a nice ice cold coca-cola from atlanta georgia <laughs> all right how about you link i'm drink drinking the bell's two-hearted ale all right i got the old creature comforts brewing company out of athens ga the old tropicalia always tasty and uh, i think uh huck's little koozie here or as we call them back in alabama we call them huggies um is worth mentioning what's your uh, little huggy say there i've got a Kaneka sausage huggy from evergreen alabama yes. mm. we stopped mm. <laughs> as if you're a, a a real fan of the podcast you know about Kaneka sausage and we did stop in at the Kaneka mecca uh on our way to the beach this year and picked up a bunch of sausage and, and apparently a huggy so all right link what's going on man what you been up to we've been out of this for a while but we we're trying to get back and catch up here yep uh been living that dad life man mm -hmm. you know what raising raising uh raising a youngin and uh raising trying to trying to get my other young and y'all y'all remember rio trying to get him better from uh from lymphoma so uh but yeah i have a uh eight month old little little girl now so and she's uh she's a handful as as y'all might imagine yes but, uh, sir. and she's a pretty little redheaded girl and must uh not take after her daddy then except for the red uh, hair not yeah not not at all <laughs> not at all yeah she's she's uh doesn't get doesn't get anything for me you know <laughs> oh, no, no. well she's a sweetie and i know that has been keeping you busy man so oh, yeah yep yep how about you guys oh it's we've been busy i guess since we've been gone um you know i guess the main thing that that affected my paddling and everything was a, a rotator cuff surgery that took me out for many a month so anyway i'm back and uh i guess one the one change is i i i kind of gave up my canoes and decided to go back to the kayak mostly so uh, yep. so that's fine i'm back on the water and feeling good glad to be there so your quiver has shrunk has shrunken a little you know, no. Shrunk, but then, <laughs> then grown. I yeah. sold off the canoes and replaced them with kayaks. Some more kayaks. 
you know how that goes. But uh, anyway, uh, well, man, let's. Uh, it's it's good to be back, and we had a good little. Yes. Uh, I mean, we've gotten together uh, several times uh, during the past many a months, but uh, we did have ourselves, me and you and Huck, had ourselves a good old time just recently. For sure. And that's for sure. Yeah, you guys, you guys coming up here was a really, really awesome time. Yeah, it was for us. So, so yeah, our trip report's going to be uh, the New River and. Uh, Link, of course, is uh, living up there in West Virginia, and uh, Huck had never been up there, and I had never, I'd only been to West Virginia, oh, it's been several years ago, and not to that, not to your area, so uh, never, never been paddling up there, so, so we were excited to come up and uh, see you and see the new river. Heck yeah, yeah, it was, um, um, Perfect timing, perfect timing. Definitely needed uh, needed it. I needed it, and I know y'all did too. So, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we we paddled the uh, uh, for everyone out there. We paddled the the lower new, the New River Gorge. Uh, you know, which is also our our newest national park in the United States. So. Uh, most people around here are pretty stoked about that. You know, there are the holdouts, uh, you know, <laughs> the folks that aren't, aren't into uh, big government, but we yeah. won't talk about, we won't get into that. that maybe get a little too political, but uh, no, it's pretty sweet. Um, you know, having the, having the park here and, you know, and the new river is just, um, you know, uh, um, we call it as far as, you know, as far as our marketing at the company, I work for adventures on the gorge. They, 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 uh, coined the term the America's best whitewater. And, uh, I, I like to think it is as far as, uh, you know, the best for, um, the range of whitewater and the consistency of it. And, uh, the, the length of the season, uh, it's, it's hard to, um, hard to say any, anything different. So, um, um, but we paddled the lower new from Kennard down to, um, um, well, you guys on, on the first day y'all were here, y'all went with me, um, on yeah, a commercial I, trip. So as everybody knows, I'm, I'm, I'm always a nervous paddler on a new river. <laughs> and, uh, my thought was let's go up and we'll jump in a raft with link and, go down it and see see what we think before we jump in a kayak and do it so we got got in on the commercial trip on the first day and uh you still there link uh-oh uh-oh <laughs> oh boy i'm gonna pause all right uh, yeah, so we uh, we decided to try to uh, jump in on a commercial trip on on day one and and take a look at it from from a big raft before we were gonna uh, you know kayak it and and didn't know if we would kayak it at all, but we we brought them and we were hoping to. So, um, but yeah, what you go ahead and take it there, Link. <laughs> 
Um, I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know why. Yeah. Um, we'd had, we'd had some really good water, uh, you know, that, that, um, uh, for a couple weeks there, uh, when you guys came up. So, uh, things were, you know, really fun and, uh, stable and, uh, you know, like predictable flows for, uh, you know, several days. So, um, yeah, having you guys in the commercial boat, um, you know, uh, it was a whole lot of fun getting to, getting to see it. Um, um getting to see you guys out there and um i mean what what did y'all think about you know uh um you know i had y'all right up front there and and uh that was that was uh that was that was a good riot it was kind of a kind of fun and just yeah i if i recall it was i think 4200 ish yeah it was about two feet a little over two feet okay um i mean for starters you know, I've just never been on uh, a river with that much that flow, yeah. you know, that, that amount of volume. So that was, you know, just really different. Uh, it made me think that, you know, what I've been paddling, even the rivers, most of them down here are more uh, like big creeks. Um, but, you know, just so just shallow down here versus that seemed like yeah I mean, it's a larger volume river it's a yeah. bigger bigger river system yeah. so the, the, think, huh? um i mean i agree with you it made everything that we paddle look like a like a big creek uh because everything around here is super shallow compared to that there's like what 60 feet deep in some places on the new i don't know like, it's it's yeah i mean like uh you know the pools some of the pools are really deep 40 50 feet deep or so supposedly i, I you know i yeah kind of go off what other people say but you know a lot of the a lot of the rapids uh you know the, it's just big waves uh big waves there's big holes also but you know they're they're kind of avoidable uh it's, it's fairly read and run especially in a raft yeah but and the other thing i guess is just the uh you know, another difference compared to, you know, like what I'm used to paddling, you know, down here, uh, the, the, the rapids go on for a long time, you know, it's like versus I'm used to hitting like a couple of ledges in close proximity or something and it's over, you know, then you're in a pool or something. And it just seemed like those, uh, wave trains and big holes just kind of went on and on for like a hundred yards. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, um, then we'll probably get into this like when you know we we'll talk about the the little private trip we did after but you know it's um it's overwhelming because you know when you're especially like if you're in a the big commercial rap um that y'all were in on on the first day and then the second day you're in your kayaks the perspective is totally different yes um you you don't have the that that elevated perspective that that visibility like we have in the raft and um yeah in, in a way that does give us an, an advantage in rafts you know over kayaks if you know if it's an un, unknown river you know as you you can see farther and see what's coming up a little bit better um i remember my my first time kayaking the new it was like seven feet which is 
it was kind of like the upper end of medium water and the low end of high water. Um, and, um, boy, it was, you know, the, I'd never been on waves that big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd never, I'd never paddled anything. So yeah. And, and uh, I kayaked it for the first time, my first time, well, my first real time down it. Um, so yeah. Um, it's a, it's a whole different perspective and, and kind of a different mindset too. Um, you know, the way, kind of the way, way we approach things out there you know um um even though i you know i kind of run run things the same with with the same mindset all the time but um you know in a commercial raft you gotta consider you know the weakest people on the raft uh a lot of times sometimes you can avoid big stuff and other times you can't you know, so you had to consider us as the weakest link in the. Uh, in the oh league. no, not at all. I mean, because of you know, other random bogeys in in the boat. You know, uh, we had fun on that trip, um, and uh, you know what was especially fun is uh, you know we got there early with you and kind of kind of saw the behind the scenes yeah. with the with the raft guides uh, was you know it was a hoot so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and riding over there with y'all and everything so it was just good to see that 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 uh perspective you know yeah and then of course you're you're so uh you know everybody suddenly becomes very professional once the guests arrive you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. but uh but yeah that was a lot of fun glass, the glass wall that's right that's right it was uh <laughs> we, had, we had a lot of fun and then um so that got us excited, and we uh, we were on to do it the next day. Uh, so we were going to be in the kayaks, and Link was uh, in the uh, the old thundercloud. Yeah, yeah. R and you were R one and D one. R one D one. You you want to explain that again, since some some people may have forgotten. Well, I just one one man raft, one man one dog raft. You know. But also, you know, leading up to uh, a little Star Wars reference there. Oh, there you uh, go. Yeah, not <laughs> uh, lo looking looking for that that uh, mythical R two D two. Yes. Looking for that 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 second person with that that other special dog to go rafting with. So. <laughs> oh, Mr. Rio did great. Um, but uh, yeah, so we we got out, uh, and you know, no surprise, I was super nervous about going down. And uh, but you know, once once you sort of get on, I, I guess there's you're kind of committed. I mean, I know I guess you could walk around some of those, but you kind of got to run them. Oh yeah, it would be it would be really hard. <laughs> there's only a couple that you you know that, and and the ones you could walk you know, effort, effortlessly, um, you know, you, you don't, you wouldn't really want to because it's, they're, they're, they're the easier ones. So, but yeah, there's, you know, I mean, it's e even at two feet, it's, it's good deep water. You know, there's only one or two spots where you wouldn't want to flip over, but, um, yeah, it's just, just a matter of staying, staying with it and, you know, having patience and, 
trust in your role and you know if you don't hit your role going for it again and that kind of thing so um very, very forgiving big water so yeah what, what were your thoughts going in that day uh going into it i was pretty nervous uh the water on the first day found out that the water is surprisingly warm compared to that was everything good. else that week anyway yeah yeah um the waves are big <laughs> compared to everything like the only thing that we could compare it to is maybe table saw but they're bigger way bigger than table saws waves so yes it was like you get in between them <laughs> you're looking up at one it's crazy yeah yeah, yeah there's there's options yeah bigger white water bigger volume there's 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 options there's room for you know, there, there's margin for error, but there's also, you know, there's places where you don't want to be. So, yeah. And then, so, uh, sort of to segue into our, our lunch experience, which I just, <laughs> I just remembered, which we'll, we'll come back to that. But I also, I know we were doing, is it, uh, upper, middle, lower Keeney? Is that the name of those rapids? Yeah. Okay. Um, we knew those were, you know, that was a, those were going to be big and, you know, we were, we were nervous about a few different ones, uh, going in, but the, that, that was, those were right there and, you know, had me concerned from the get go. And, uh, I guess we ran upper key and managed to eddy out. And then we kind of eddied out after middle Keeney. And I think link was like, Hey, Let's get on a rock. No, no <laughs> what was going on there? We had to eat out on Upper Keeney, right below Whale Tail Rock. Ah, okay. And well, yeah, well, rock, yeah. And you said, "Let's eat lunch." <laughs> we're, we're like, we can do it here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, at that moment, yeah, and you're like, "No," <laughs> I, was freaking, I was freaking out. I was like, "There's really no way." I'm going to be able to sit here and look down river at this, <laughs> eat anything. Um, so, uh, so I was, I was getting pretty excited at that moment. And we, uh, we just, we, we decided to push on through. Yeah. You know, so was, I was, I was thinking about, you know, the old rule. You're, you're, you're thinking about that, that gourmet lunch. That we well, we'll get to that. But I was thinking about the rule of like, the longer you look at a rapid, or however long you look at it, it's how long you're going to be in it, you know? <laughs> yeah, like you sit there and stare at it, like you're going to end up in that hole. Um, yeah. And, you know, I was like, I got to get the, I got to get through this before I can get to the lunch. Uh, so we, so we, anyway, we made it down. We did, we did. Okay. And then I guess we kind of pulled out uh, over on the ride on below. Lower okay. Yeah. Below lower Keeney. Yeah. 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 Kind of got out ate lunch there. All right. So now, Let's talk about this fine dining that we bow, bow, bow. <laughs> we I had in a cooler, so we were camping while we were up there, and I had brought up from Georgia some amazing, you know, sliced salami that we were gonna have on some sandwiches. And um we decided, uh, and I had some nice cheese and everything. 
and we stopped. We, we forgot to get bread the morning of the trip. So we, we went in a gas station there and got some, uh, you know, probably some three-day-old buns. Hot dog. Uh, hot dog buns. And I was like, that's okay. The salami's going to be good. The cheese is good. We dig in the cooler. We get ready to you know, make the sandwiches. And uh, my Ziploc bag that the salami was in had a hole in it or something. Anyway, Water. the salami was all wet and soggy. So the salami was out. So we had some cheese, <laughs> some cheese on a hot dog bun. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of like the, uh, the Blues Brothers. With sandwich wish sandwiches so yeah yeah it was <laughs> the best cheese sandwich i've ever had in the new river gorge yeah exactly <laughs> so anyway uh that didn't stop us you know nothing was stopping uh, <laughs> we, we pressed on pressed on yeah yeah it was uh it was good it was good you know and I, I, you know, speaking to that and, and knowing how, how uh, antsy you get, and you know, that's why I just try to keep us moving. That's right. I started doing some high talking. Yeah, like, I'm some, nervous. I'm like, no, no, we're not going <laughs> to get, get some Ray. So, and, yeah. and that's going, baby. And, which, you know, will we'll actually lead in, helps lead into our. Our conversation later but you know having having someone that's uh a trip leader and and knows knows your ability you know i mean you guys would be okay you yeah. know and, and i'm setting safety for you and and uh and your son there is a very very capable paddler so he was uh it's, it's good to see you see you out there huck and and uh yeah, he, he was not and how good a how good a boater you're, you've become and you know so uh but i also knew that you know like if we sat there and we got up on the rocks too much you know scouted stuff you know first of all it'd take forever but and and we had a time kind of a somewhat of a schedule to adhere to but because you had guys had to get back down there but um but yeah, I mean, you know, most of it is is fairly read and run, um, you know, and just avoid the big rocks. Yeah, the big rocks, and I mean, at two feet, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of the big holes out there that are that are that are pr presented at, at higher higher water. So, and then um, we went, went on down, um, and I did flip. At which one was it? Or no, Miller's Folly, maybe. Yeah, I think, I think flipped in Miller's Folly. I yeah. think so too. I think that was it. Um, you flipped twice, didn't you? Well, so we that didn't mention the, the day before. We so after that commercial Fayette trip, oh, that's right. We went down to Fayette Station and did a couple of laps on that. Uh, and I, I flipped in that like immediately <laughs> of course there's no that was after the rafting trip it's probably yeah. what i'd had a couple of beers as we were up there and yeah we put in 
just because Huck was wanting to run that, just get on the water in the kayak and, and run Fayette Station, Fayette Station the, the last that, rapid the uh, that we could walk back up to from the takeout. Oh, I gave you the pro shuttle. That's know? right. That's right. That's true. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I flipped and and rolled up. So that was good. And then, yeah, and then the next day we were doing it's a different that. big, big volumes different. It's yeah. different than what y'all are used to running and, you know, the Ocoee and definitely than the Nantahala. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's a lot different than the Chattooga or anywhere like that. Like the, 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 you know, the big waves and stuff. It's, it's, um, you're just really just reacting to whatever, you know, squaring up with stuff, but reacting and, and constantly just, you know, correcting and bracing and, you know, maintaining your forward momentum. But uh, it's, it's a lot different than just setting your angle and, you know, setting your left-hand angle and taking a couple strokes down through table saw. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is very narrow and, you know, big waves, but uh, not, you know, not, not, very very channelized you know the new rivers like that at extremely low water but like when we're out there it's just big enough that it's it's kind of overwhelming it's the rapids can be very wide um but you're looking for the big tall waves you know because that means deep current fast current and sometimes the big waves are created by the eddy lines you know the, the eddies are f- pushing water back into the middle and creating these big big beautiful waves and um you know and so you know whereas other rivers you may like run away from a big wave maybe because of what's what it's hiding you know there that's like that's kind of you know those are your downstream v's those are pointing you where you want to go so um um yeah so it's just a different style and you guys were learning a new you know different style of whitewater yeah so yeah, I flipped so that in uh what was it? Something folly. Miller's folly. Miller's folly. Yeah. And next to last big rapid. Rolled up. Um, so yeah, we made it through uh, you know, with no no swims anyway. <laughs> and and uh thanks to our uh our guide, our esteemed uh Rio. <laughs> <laughs> Who by the way you know, it's, it's smiling. He gets, he gets a lot of uh, attention out there when people see him coming down the river on oh, yeah. the raft. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. He makes it look easy. <laughs> and he didn't like, you know, Huck's out there on the calmer spots doing uh stall, stern stalls. stern stalls and all that sort of stuff. And Rio had to hop in a couple of times. Rio did not like it. Wanted to rescue him. <laughs> He did look like he was having issues, but <laughs> I guess it's a trick. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's just looking out for you, Huck, you know. Oh, but thanks, man. Thanks for uh, hosting us up there. And we had an awesome time. It's great to see that river and good to catch up with you. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, so good, good times. We appreciate that. Um, we'd like to get back up there sometime. Maybe next summer we'll do it again. Maybe we'll get up there for the golly sometime. All right. Now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. But I did tell Huck, I was like, you know, 
ultimately that's, I know we've talked about on here a long time ago, but I was like that to me for, for me was peak adventure. So <laughs> peak. yeah, peak, peak adventure, adventure for me. Uh, not for him. He was fine with it, but, um, you, and you, you, y'all were good to go, but I was like, that was, that was probably as we explained that, uh, you know, what happens after peak adventure is misadventure. <laughs> and uh you know we were just a uh, uh, we, we can't leave there can yeah. just leave to more peak adventure yeah. but peak is when you're 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 still your skill <laughs> set and and what you're paddling you know sort of match at at the at the they, they align yeah so it was right there as as like i don't think i need to be doing anything more or, than or, or it's slightly above and it's the it's the, the yeah. boost you needed yeah which sort of brings us to kind of our topic, I guess. Mm-hmm. What do you think? So, yeah, our topic is uh, an article that's, that's been around for a while. It's, it's People see it on social media from time to time. Um, and I just saw it, I guess, a few weeks ago again. And, and it's worth mentioning. So uh, we'll, just, we'll just talk a little bit about this article and see where we go with it. But the article is why going bigger makes the whitewater world smaller. Uh, the the uh, author is Doug Ammons and it was from uh, Paddling Magazine in 2015. So yeah. you, you, you guys can look it up out there if you're interested. Um, but uh, what do you, how would y'all summarize this article? So again, the title, Why Going Bigger Makes the Whitewater World Smaller. Um. I mean, lots, lots of people get into paddling because they see us paddling. They see, they see other, you know, they see uh, kayakers, um, you know, and, and uh, they, they, you know, they see me rafting. Uh, they see people that are really good at it. They've been doing, doing it for a long time, um, you know, running really cool fun stuff what looks like super cool fun stuff and they're like we just you know when you get at the level and you've been you put so much time into doing this and you love it yeah yeah it it is fun it's fun for us it's but you know you're you're at a level where it's what you're used to and um you know basically uh, I think what happens is there's there's just a a big misconception about what paddling is, and you know they you know people are like well I want to do that, um, and um, you know these guys running running really big stuff. Um, they eventually you know you if if you make it past the beginning stage and you're in that intermediate stage. Uh, and, and it could happen going from a beginner to intermediate level as much as from an intermediate to an advanced level of, of skill and experience and all that, that, you know, at some point um, people push you to step things up, you know, um, to take it to the next level and, um, you know, and you end up getting burnt. Uh, some, some people end up getting burnt and then it, and it just ruins them. Um, you know, I said this 
thousand times about, you know, taking kids paddling, you know, like kids are fearless in a lot of ways until they're not. Yeah. You, you, you put a, you put a child in who is very capable physically, but the mental side of it's totally different. You know, they may, you know, throw themselves, jump off a roof of a house or, you know, jump their bike off of a, off of a jump, you know, a dirt jump at the end of the road and they get messed up. But, you know, certain, some things are, are so profound that it can ruin their perspective. It can ruin them on, you know, the thing that you want, want them to excel at. Um, so pushing people that aren't ready into bigger whitewater, you know, can, can, can ruin them. And then you're also ruining the, you know, not only the, you know, a person or people, but you're also ruining it for the people that they tell, you know, about the sport. So it's a, it's a, it's a, um, yeah, it's a, there's a ripple effect, a butterfly effect or whatever. Um, and I think that's what they're, what, you know, what they're talking about here. Um, you know, and, um, you know, we, we want to glorify the big, uh, uh, you know, all the, the Eric Jackson's Dane Jackson, you know, we want to glorify all these guys and yeah, they're awesome, but, a majority of the guys like that are not good instructors are not good teachers. They're, they're not, they're not the people in the trenches trying to, trying to get people in, get others interested, kids interested, you know, they are in a way, but, but they don't necessarily, you know, the best paddlers on earth don't necessarily make good instructors. Yeah. And that's true. in a lot of good teachers and we've, we've, we've yeah. spoken on that before, yeah. but. Uh, I think it's, I think it's too just the you know similar to what you're saying, but just the idea that on social media, you know, all we really see, and, and we're all plugged in and, and have, you know, uh, our our news feeds, you know, are full of people doing whitewater, and you know, and it's not people floating down Nantahala really it's people running like giant waterfalls and you know crazy extreme kinds of things and I think that uh while that's awesome to see it scares a lot of people off that just they're no. like oh I'm, I'm never I, that's what they do those people go fly off of uh giant waterfalls and so that sport's not for me because I'll never do that extreme thing mm -hmm. When the truth is most really the, the largest number of paddlers are probably like class two, you know, well, um, yeah. and, and, I mean, you know, then there's, you know, but we just happen to know a lot of people that are way better than the average person. Um, but the, the one thing I was going to read, I had this quote here from the article that says uh, roughly 40,000 regular whitewater kayakers in the u.s that that's a, an estimate forty thousand, and that that was in 2015 yeah and, and it says and, and i guarantee i guarantee you it hasn't changed that much yeah yeah and it says I mean, that, that was defined this is what's interesting 
they define a, a whitewater kayaker as somebody who owns a kayak and a paddle or they own a kayak and paddle and they do it once a year. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and, and at the end of that, compare it to at, at that time, yeah. 2015 to 20 million skiers and 2 million rock climbers. Yeah. You know, compared to 40,000, it, it, it just goes to show, um, you know, uh, it just goes to show that why, why whitewater kayaks are such a small segment of the paddle sports industry. Yeah. You know, whitewater kayaks, whitewater kayaks don't really sell that great. Yeah. The bigger market is recreational kayaking. You know, that's, that's where, that's where manufacturers make their money. Um, you know, and especially in, you know, in uh, an industry where if you're already in the industry, you get a, you know, you get some kind of deal. Maybe you work it out with the manufacturer or a shop because you work there or you teach and, you know, and there's, there's a lot of people that, that, that get deals and they, you know, and, and, you know, maybe we shouldn't be talking about that, but it, it, it doesn't help those paddles. It doesn't help the manufacturers all that much, you know, even though some, you know, have, have graced us with the ability to, to get, you know, boats at, at, you know, at, at, uh, at discount, but um, yeah. And, and in the, in the grand scheme of things, you know, uh, they're just, they're, they're really just, I guess, shooting themselves in the foot, but, um, you know, and when it comes to, <clears throat> when it comes to skiing and climbing, I mean, I, I like snow skiing. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a snow skier. I'm not a snowboarder, but, um, I like skiing. Okay. But, you know, I don't, I don't get, I never have gotten the thrill from it, um, that, that I get on whitewater and I just, never never went that big in climbing i mean even though i did i used to climb a, a good bit mm -hmm. um but there you know there's rock there's water spoke to gyms everywhere mm -hmm. and, and and all that's where all your rock climber numbers are really are those probably those gyms more than actual rocks but but it's just yeah it, it shows you that how small this community is and yeah really this extreme sort of uh you know, push to go extreme. Um, and, and I've certainly experienced on both sides of it um, from, you know, people are, you know, they're like, Oh yeah, run it. You should do it. You know, or we, I've even got in here some of the quotes they had, which is like, dude, it's easy. Send it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, that kind of stuff is fine. Sometimes you need it. Sometimes you need that push. Um, but I think also there's plenty of people that just want to paddle they just want to be competent and paddle down the nanahala or something uh or the tuckasiji or whatever um, yeah, i mean you know we, we've said it time and time again yeah. on, on here that it's like hey if that's what you like to do then, then get out and do it and it, it, it's just about having a good time and enjoying yourself really you know it doesn't have to be about you know, about just pushing yourself to, to, 
to run all the, all the big stuff, you know, I mean, um, I mean, that's, that's why I got back in, why I got into paddle boarding because for me, it made, it made like class one and two runs or, or class, you know, class two, three, like super fun again. I felt I was like, I was learning it all over again, you know, and it, and it got me on different stuff. And, and there's, there's, you know, there's, there's no reason why, um, you know, you, you should ever, if, if that's what you're comfortable with and cool with, then by all means go out and do it, you know, like you don't have to progress the level where you're running, you know, hundred foot waterfalls. That's because there are no old, there are no old Creek boaters, you know, just like there are no old wingsuit flyers and, <laughs> you know, like so so solo uh you know big wall climbers yeah they're not old because yeah at some point whether it's your body gives out or or you know you just lose your drive your nerve or you you die <laughs> or, or you're just broken you know um there are no old ones yeah and 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 you know I just, I just saw this thing today on, on just randomly on the news that mental health is part of physical fitness. It's a key component of physical fitness and that, that nobody ever talks about, you know, like we see all these, all these extreme athletes, like some people commit suicide. Uh, you know, they're so driven to run all the, to do all the big stuff to, to, make a mark but they don't actually take care of themselves you know their 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 mindset or that you know they don't take care of their their head you know in the end and and it's it's that stuff that gets them and uh, i think that was like it was kind of spoke to me it was kind of profound i was like yeah you know it, it's something that that i i figured out of I don't know, a good long time ago, but, uh, um, and we, we don't talk enough about it. It's like, Hey, if you know, if you're not having a good time, then, you know, figure out what that's all about, you know, like maybe step back or, or don't go out that day, you know, but, yeah. um, I mean, do, do what makes you happy. And, and I, I got that from my mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do what makes you happy. If this is what you like to do, then do it. And, and it's okay. If you, uh, if you don't ever progress past class one, two or three, it's all good. Yeah. And I'll tell you the getting, having that shoulder surgery that shut me down for like really five, six months, uh, kind of changed my perspective a little bit and gave me more of an appreciation for just floating down an anahala you know i was once i got back on the water i was like you know i i guess i don't have to pursue this kind of uh rowdy like going like i don't have to push it particularly you know i sort of had this list like i gotta i gotta do this and i gotta do this and i gotta do this these rivers and this and this and this and i kind of thought you know i i don't want to get hurt um, where I can't do this at all. Like I'd rather just like float down these easy rivers and enjoy it and be able to do that for a long time instead of 
you know, getting, you know, and, and I started all this late in life. So, but yeah. Huck, what do you think? Cause I know to me, I feel like, you um, know, as a, as a younger paddler, you progress much faster and there's this sort of arms race to like chalk off all these things. But what, how, what do you, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I think it kind of relates. Uh, I have a lot of friends that, you know, are just getting into the sport and uh, a lot of my friends will want them to, you know, Hey, let's go run a Koei. You know, they're just getting into it and uh, they don't like. They're just not ready. Yeah. They're just not ready. And um, you can't just push them into bigger water or like uh, places where they could have like a potentially scary situation. Well, you've even tried to organize a few. I could have to give you credit. He's, he's tried to get a couple of his friends <laughs> bought some boats and things. Yeah. And they want to go straight out, you know, jump on the river. And he's like, well, look, just why don't y'all meet? Let's go to the lake. lake and let me show you. And some let's, stuff. let's roll and, you know, do some basic stuff first. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to do that, but I think it's necessary to, you know, put in the time, put in the, yeah, man. I know. But one of those kids went last year and he, he didn't have a had, good day. Yeah. So, yeah. and yeah. I don't know that he's been back. And that's sort of the point. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, we, we all, we all started somewhere. We, yeah. you know, we didn't just come out of the mold. You know, Dane Jackson didn't just come up, come, <laughs> come out of the womb, dropping huge waterfalls. Yes, being a world-class paddler <laughs> I mean, even though he is second generation world-class paddler um you know his when he when he was i mean he started you know his dad started really young started all the all those kids young and they but they they started on easy stuff and they just started on easy stuff and having fun and and it was always about having fun and and, uh, you know, that's, that's, um, but fun can have a price too. I mean, fun, fun can, you know, fun can have a, have a cost as well. But I think the main thing is, you know, learn the foundation, strive for, you know, the guys you're taking out, showing them the basics and, and, and hone the basics, um, you know, um, and it's important to paddle with people that are better than you. It's okay. But also know your limitations and, and convey and, and, you know, don't, don't be afraid to speak up like, Hey, no, I don't feel comfortable with that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm good with going to the Nana Hala. I'm good with going to the Tuck and CG, you know, I'm, um, you know, I'm okay with, doing the car decay all you know all the, all the little class two runs down there with the upper hooch um you can make a lot of those easier rivers a lot harder if you're if you're catching you know pushing yourself to catch all the eddies and uh, you know find fun fun eddy lines uh, to do stern squirts on and and throw down on and i mean you know uh take different lines that you know that uh 
uh, you know, you've never run before rather than just floating right down the middle of a rapid, you know, try to try to surf waves. And I mean, all that stuff makes you better. And the more you do push, push yourself in those areas, that that's a better, better, um, those are just more honed skills that you'll have for later for when you do run the bigger stuff. And, you know, um, so I, I think there's, yeah, there's, there's not enough of that. There's not enough people wanting to go out and, um, you know, like just try to catch all the, as you can catch in a, uh, you know, in one rapid, you know? Um, yeah. Well, a trying to catch all the eddies at Nanahale falls rather than just, yeah running the falls you know there's there's lots of eddies in there and do all that when i first uh sort of got into this there there's a, a veteran paddler uh i met uh tim ray i think his name he, he said uh you can learn big things in small places i thought that was a good quote but the a quote i use a lot it it, it doesn't have to be kayaking it could be anything is uh, every expert was once a beginner. And yeah, no, I mean those those are to your point about the Jackson family and so forth. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean those are both very very valid, you know. Um, and you know, and everybody has a different. Um, it takes this is a different length of time. It it takes them to progress. It's not cut and dry. It's like every person is has a different personality every river has a different personality and, and, and everybody learns at a different pace and, and, um, you know, and, and it's okay. And it, you know, it speaks to you, Huck, if you're not leaving those guys behind, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know you, you, there's some things you want to go, you know, may want to go do, but, uh, but there's, there's a lot of kids down there looking up to you. Um, and if you're like, hey, let's, yeah, organize a trip to the Tuck or the Nanny or, you know, over the Cardica, go go see an easy river you haven't run before because, hey, that that could be a lot of fun, yeah. you know. Um, and, um, you know, and, and their training grounds for, you know, uh, you know, other 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 technique and other other paddling skills. Um, I think that's really important. Well, the last, I'm going to read a couple more quotes and uh, that, that can, we kind of wrap up on that. Uh, but one, uh, one of the things that the guy mentions in the article, he said, countless times paddlers have confessed to me, I'm not a real paddler. I only do class two. Instead of feeling joy and accomplishment, the, the default attitude pervading our sport makes people feel insecure and dissatisfied. And uh, then he follows up with uh, nobody should think that they are not a real paddler because they don't chase big rapids or waterfalls. If you have a paddle in your hands and you're in a boat, once you push off into the river, you are a real paddler. So anyway, just food for yeah. thought. Yeah. Well, you know, and I, I, I think, I think also um, this, this kind of applies to that a whole, you know, well, and people are like, I, I kayak and you're like, what, what, what kind of kayaking, you know? Yeah. But we don't ask that enough, you know, like, well, you know, there, and there's a big difference and, 
between paddle and rec- recreational kayaks, but that's it. That's a great start. It's a great way to start. And if you Pelican. want to step, step up into whitewater, cool. Um, that's also, also communicate. It's just, it's just communication and like, Hey man, you know, it's okay. That's your class two paddler. So you're, yeah, you're, you're, you, you paddle. <laughs> yeah. You paddle. It, it's about having fun. For fuck's sake. It's <laughs> fun out there. Folks. It's about having fun. And, and like, you know, there are few of us out there of the 40,000 <laughs> kayakers. Um, you know, I think there's probably, I don't know, there, there, there may be more, there may be more raft guides, but, um, you know, I, I, I tried to, I like to try to use things, you know, the, these other numbers and different different ways of thinking about, you know, and, and the, the rafting world as well, which I'm a huge part of. Um, yeah, I mean, we we have people that don't don't progress to the bigger whitewater, to guiding bigger whitewater, like you know, the lower new or the or the golly. They, they're content being on the upper new which is a float trip with a couple of rapids and it's very pretty and fun. And, but that's where all the beginners, that's where all the beginners start, you know? And, and uh, you know, I, I, I think um, people on that you can have an effect on others, even on the easier whitewater, you know, and we need to, we need to um, celebrate those people and 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 really um recognize them you know i mean i it just um i I do love to watch you know watch uh all kinds of paddling videos and you know yeah big stuff is you know really cool it you know it's definitely probably not that fun to watch (laughs) class two paddling (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Uh, you know, start it is. that for the that's going to be the new thing, the new trend. <laughs> but but everybody's got to start there, <laughs> and you know everybody should should um, you know really really do a lot of you know introspection uh, and and thinking about you know like you know what what am I doing this for and 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 uh, am I having fun uh, and like. Like just just take it easy. You don't have to progress super fast. You know, Good. I mean, that's, think that's about true. think about think about the R one R R two clinic, Ted, and yeah. like man, you know, R one's really hard. I'm like, yeah. They're like, you make it look so easy. I know, but I've been doing it a long time, and I just figured out ways to make it easier on myself. You know, so. Um, and the more you paddle with those types of people, me or, you know, the, the, uh, the Craig Parks is, uh, you know, who, who works for ERA, um, he's, he's not teaching a lot anymore, but Craig is an amazing kayaker that you're never going to hear anything about. Um, but he's, he's an amazing kayaker that's developed his own, his own way of, uh, teaching and, and certain things that, um, have has has created some really awesome paddlers you know um 
So I think, I think we need to be, um, you know, really talking to people more. And I, I tell people all the time, like, listen, if you're going to learn to kayak, you know, don't buy any gear to start. Don't do that. That's the dumbest thing you can do. Go to a kayak school, go to, uh, endless river adventures or, um, you know, Nana Hill outdoor center or, um, you know, ACE kayaks over on the Okoe, but, you know, be careful if they're pushing you into something that you're not comfortable with, that you're not ready for. I guarantee you ERA is not going to do that. So, but you know, we, we get people all the time that come up here and they're like, man, I want to learn to do that. I'm like, well, we offer, we offer kayak instruction here, but you're, you're not going to get the level of instruction that you get at a kayak school that that's what they do the best you know um you're gonna get someone that kayaks but that's not exactly what they want to be doing that day they just got scheduled to do it and there are places like that where you just get it's such a big machine you know uh you want to learn as as close to one-on-one as you can and that's the best way, you know, and stay with that. So, or if you really want to just have fun, get a ducky, <laughs> get you a ducky. So, so now you, you topped out with canoes. Now you're working your way back into working kayaks. Working my way back to the Kentucky. To the ducky. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're right i mean yeah, yeah. hey let's let's all like let's let's not make fun of anybody for what they paddle you know hey i started in the ducky i'm gonna finish in the ducky <laughs> i have a great time in a ducky yeah, absolutely baby all right man well uh let's see um any event- i'm sorry a high performance whitewater inflatable craft there you go <laughs> i was trying to remember that too um any uh which by the way you know with the he mentioned it huck did the the cool ducky is now spud spud or tater that's right they're tearing it up but you got to be like a you know a young attractive uh female uh graph guide to make it cool it's not it's not middle-aged old old guys you know, in a yeah, ducky. Let, let me tell you, I, I led a, I led a, a middle golly ducky trip last year. We had like 60 people on this thing. It was like half customers that signed up for the spring summer golly trip. Um, we had our guide school out there. It was in the spring and it was running 1600, which was, is pretty good flow, but we yeah. used to do them all the time. It's pretty good flow on the middle golly. Um, most of the water was coming out of the meadow that day. And so we went over there, we had like 60 people total and all the, all the folks have been doing upper new ducky trips were like, oh, getting on my case for grabbing one of the thrill seekers. And they were like, you can't rescue someone that you can't pull them in a single seat thrill seeker. I'm like, oh yeah, I can. <laughs> and, uh. <laughs> But they, the whole day, people were swimming left and right. I mean, like four or five times, every person swam, uh, almost swam four or five times probably. Um, 
every rapid, they were like, here comes Link. And everybody be like, yeah, he's going to swim. No, he didn't swim. <laughs> and I was, I was standing that, I was standing that thrill seeker up, bracing, you know, just totally standing it up on end. And, and, uh, man, that was so much fun. And I was like, yeah, this is, you know, this is so much fun. And duckies are just a hoot, man. Absolutely. So, well, do we yeah, have any duck, man? I mean, you can, you can carry a lot of stuff in a ducky, man. You know, we are great advocates for the ducky. That's right. Uh, the, uh, any events coming up? Not that we're keeping up with them. <laughs> um, the only one I really uh, of note is, is that I can think of right now is golly fest. So, um, the, um, uh, September 15th, and uh, they're going to have it, you know, it's back back at uh, the Nicholas County Fairgrounds in Summersville, West Virginia. So mm. uh, Golly Fest is back after what, like two year hiatus because of COVID. So um, um, I think it's the same exact weekend um, out in California on the American River, uh, South Fork of the American. Uh, they're holding um, uh, the. Um, national rafting championships out there so so that those are two that i know of um Mm -hmm. i'm sure some of those uh, other festivals are back on possibly uh feather fest out there out west out in cali and and uh uh not sure if deerfield festival's on or if that's already gone by but uh but hey stuff's happening we're opening sort of sort of opening back up yeah places are closing down because of uh covid numbers going up but um yeah man well it is good to uh get back on here catch up and i guess uh we're not making any promises of how often we'll do this but we'll (laughs) do it when we can and try to keep some some episodes flowing good to have uh mr huck yeah i got i got a shout out uh rex and wes i told them i'd do that so all right, <laughs> Big Wesser. Where are they at? Big Wesser and T Rex. T Rex. How about Calvin? Shout oh out yeah, Calvin. shout out Calvin. Yeah. How about Benton? Wes, Rex, and Calvin. <laughs> All I the gang. Had to meet Wes this week, this past weekend. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Gang of Utes. <laughs> get, get more of those boys in 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 the paddling, man. You're you're you know you guys are the future, and don't leave anybody behind. Never leave a man behind, Huck. <laughs> so, me in particular. <laughs> All right, Link, man. Good to see you. And uh, guys. hey, folks, uh, check us out on Waterbound or send us a, a, a note on waterboundpodcast at gmail.com or you can send it to our Facebook page, our Waterbound Facebook page, which is about to get its first uh, update in many a month. So we'll <laughs> put a few new river picks out there. But yeah. uh, uh, hey, thanks for listening, folks. Share stuff to the uh, Facebook page and tag us, guys. Um, um, hey, I just uh, answered a question earlier. Somebody reached out from the R1, R2 Rafters page uh, to me uh, in particular. So she couldn't post a comment on there. So I, uh, I answered her question for her. So you know, any, not, nothing's, nothing's too silly. I'm, you know, I may, I mean, if it's, 
If it's super dumb, I may make a little bit of fun of you. <laughs> got to, got to. But hey, I've I've asked dumb questions before, and that's the only way I found anything out. So hey, there's no such thing as a stupid question; just stupid people who ask them. <laughs> well, sometimes snide and sarcastic answers. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, hopefully, we'll see y'all out there on the river, folks. Yeah. All right. Thank you.